Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. This week we talk about guilt versus conviction. Alright, and we're back. Justin, how are you? I'm doing good. Well, good. That's How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I think I'm great. Good. We could ask our listeners, but we, we can't hear. Well, you can guys and email us. We just want yeah. to know this week, how are you doing? Yeah. Matt at richfork.com. Justin at richfork.com. Just give yeah. us an update. Let us know how you're doing. But <laughs> on to our topic, uh, guilt versus conviction. So here's, here's how we landed on this for this week. I had the privilege uh, this last week mm-hmm. to preach. Mm-hmm. And uh, was preaching on felt led to preach on temptation, mm-hmm. um, and nothing, nothing makes you feel like more of a hypocrite mm. than standing in front of people and proclaiming how we all deal with deal with our sin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because I mean it's like always uh, a good feeling when you're talking to other people about sin and mm-hmm. conviction. Mm-hmm. With the knowledge that, like you know, like Paul writes, like you're 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 the greatest sinner of all, right? right? That's right. what you feel like at that moment. So yeah, um, after I wallowed in self pity, um, <laughs> and argued with God, that was the topic we ended up speaking on uh, this last week. But um, and you did a great job, by the way. It was awesome. Thank you. Yes, yep. the, because this podcast is about tooting our own horn. That's yeah, what, no, I'm just <laughs> awkward. Kidding. No, it's just a compliment. I bought him coffee to say that. But anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, but yeah, so we're talking about what's led into the conversation we're going to get into this week because one of the things that kind of crossed my mind was: is this one of those Sundays where somebody might be visiting mm. that doesn't know a lot about church, has never been to church, and they walked out of the room going, "Oh, well, that pastor was just trying to make me feel guilty," because mm. that's something we hear a lot, mm-hmm. right? And that's what we struggle with a lot. And so we really wanted to dive into, we wanted to double click on this week, this ideal of guilt versus conviction. Because one of those um, is something that God uses to guide us spiritually. It's the Holy Spirit working through us to guide us and move us and help us understand actions we need to take or actions we need to stop doing or thoughts or heart conditions. And the other one is really a, a negative kind of un an abusive thing we do to ourselves that can actually stop us in our growth. Mm-hmm. And so we want to dive in a little bit. And we want to kind of look at some of the things that are similar that make those things confusing, guilt versus conviction. We kind of define them out. And then really we just kind of want to run down this list um, as we sit here and we, me and Justin audibly process. Because once again, we assume nobody's listening. We're just helping ourselves audibly process <laughs> at this point. Yeah, um, Figure things out. But as we look at guilt and conviction, one of the, one of the similarities that exist in that is both of those feel like a negative weight? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they can be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that that's the word. Like like you threw out there earlier, and I was starting to think through that. And it really is. It's like this this emotion that it's like sitting on your shoulders that really mm-hmm. you're just trying to shake off and get rid of. And it's almost like for me when I'm wrestling with either one of those. Yeah. There's a lot of times where I'll take the approach of I just don't want to think about it. Mm. Like I want to push it off. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it never works. Yeah. Like both of those come back around. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, it's like it's like a fork in the road. Like it can start at the same place, and then you get to this fork in the road that's like, am I going to go this way and go with guilt, or am I going to go this way and go with conviction? Right? Like sometimes we have the, we can mentally yeah. kind of we can mentally kind of choose. Sometimes it just hits us and, and it's and it's guilt. Right, right out of the gate, it's just guilt. We don't have that that path to choose. But I think in in a lot of instances, for some of us, we can find ourselves in situations 
where we where we can go, okay, I got to make a decision here. Am I going to wallow in guilt, or is this going to be a conviction? Am I going to make a change and, and move forward? Yeah, and I like I like what you said. Like like the uh, I, I can't I, I don't know if I can say wallow correctly because I'm from the south. <laughs> so it's like waller in your guilt. <laughs> you you know? put an R on the end of <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like what a dog does in the mud, right? Yes, exactly. Wallers right. in it. Um, I th- I think the thing is is like as you start to have that common weight mm-hmm. of either guilt or conviction, then you hit that divide in the road where they start to really show which is which. Mm-hmm. And so part of this is like, you know, you're listening, you have this negative thought, and normally what happens is it's something you feel bad about, is how we mm-hmm. articulate it, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we'll start to identify the source of it, and I think that's where some of the division starts to come in, the difference between guilt versus conviction. Because I think when we start to look at the feeling of guilt, a lot of times when we articulate it verbally to somebody else, we push it off on them or we push it off on somebody else. Mm. You're making me feel bad. Mm. Yeah. Is the way it comes across, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you making me feel bad? Or the, the, the ways you hear it as a pastor, like when you, when you are talking about um, how everyone is a sinner and we fall short of the glory of God, which is inclusive to everybody. You're not right. singling anyone out. You're actually trying to, to speak a word of unity. People who are wrestling a lot of times will be like, oh, well, that pastor just wanted me to feel bad or right. wanted me to feel guilty. And so it comes off. And I mean, I know like within within the marriage context, mm-hmm. like that's something that probably any person who's married has said at some point in mm-hmm. in, the, yeah. in their relationship is like, why are you trying to make me feel bad about dot, dot, Absolutely. dot? Absolutely. And so what it ends up, it puts you in this interesting position to where on one side of it, and there's, there's, there's multiple ways we can look at this. On one side of it, when the guilt factor... When you're trying to not process something you might need to correct, and you push it off on somebody else, mm-hmm. it's an outside factor. Like, mm-hmm. why are you making me think about that again? Right. And some of that spills over into the self-esteem aspect. Like, we can have guilt over something we don't need to feel guilty about. Right. You know? Right. Whereas conviction, when we look at that on the other side of the coin, conviction causes us to look at ourselves and go, what do we need to change to be more obedient to who God wants us to be? Right. Right, and I've got, you know, just in my notes, um, guilt impacts our identity, conviction grows us spiritually. They they both impact our identity, but I think what you're drawing out there, Matt, is guilt impacts our identity and our worth and our value in a very non-God-honoring way. Yeah. God, God gives us our worth. God gives us our value. Guilt tries to say, hey, you're not you're not worthy of that. You can't. Yep. And the truth is, we're not, but but he he's the one that determines our value. Conviction, I think, goes, hey, your identity is not this, and I want to grow you spiritually. I want to turn you towards the Lord and towards who he says you are and what he has for you. Yeah. So conviction grows us. Guilt just kind of smashes us down and tells us that we're not uh, worthy. Right, and, and I think you know one of the phrases we use as we were describing these is conviction is a weight or negative emotion that is, and this is going to be rough wording, that is fixable, that you mm-hmm. can do something mm-hmm. about. Whereas guilt is something that, like, we state a lot of times factually as who we are. Yeah. I think you said conviction has hope. Guilt is hopeless. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it, man, I'm just, I'm guilty of this. I've got this weight. It's it's a stone around yeah. my neck, and I'm just going to sink. There's nothing I can do about it. Conviction is Oh, a light bulb's been turned on. Yeah. Something's been illuminated. Let me make a change. Yeah. And I think what happens is is both of these become repetitive. Mm. Like I think here's what happens, and this is when we start to divide a little bit. This is this is when we like want to push further to help ourselves identify at different times in our life what is a false guilt that is literally just like our own sinful nature and and lies of the enemy trying to paralyze us. And mm. what is 
conviction, which the goal of that is that we draw closer to God, yeah. like that we're, we're sorting through the things in our lives that need to change. The phrase that, that, that Justin dropped, like in the middle of this conversation, which once again, Justin's spiritual gift is uh, speaking memorable, for, truthful, memorable phrases, right? But he said, guilt paralyzes, conviction mobilizes. Mm-hmm. And really when you break it down, like if you want a root definition and understanding of the difference between the two, that's, that's, that's absolutely what happens. Conviction moves us forward, mm-hmm. whereas guilt, we just stop. Mm-hmm. We go, we can't fix that. It's just who we are. I'm going to have to carry this the rest of my life. That's right. It's just this intensely negative emotion. And and the guilt line, which a lot of times is false, like a lot of times it is. You know, right. like one thing I've I've struggled with is like one of my struggles has been um, the question, have I done enough? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is a guilt-based question. Yeah. That if I'm really honest, if I laid down at the end of every day and went, well, did I do enough today? I hardly ever lay down and been right. like, man, I crushed it yeah. today. Is that a goal you can ever really accomplish? Right. In, in your own brain, probably not. And I think when we look at these two words, guilt and conviction, um, you know, how can we determine what we're feeling? Um, I think for those of us in Christ, for those of us that are believers in Christ, the God's Word, the Scriptures tell us that we have freedom, that we are free indeed. Uh, guilt for me is the absence of freedom because it it feels like we're handcuffed and we, we we just don't have that freedom conviction i think can be a freeing thing to go oh man i feel kind of a pain in my heart of something's not right i need to stop doing something or i need to do something but in christ i have the freedom to change i have the freedom to be able to mobilize and move forward in the right direction uh, and correct the activity or the thought or whatever yep. it may be so if you if you're wrestling going i'm in a situation am i feeling guilt or am i feeling conviction you could ask yourself, well, do you feel a freedom? Because if you feel burdened and bound, that's probably guilt. That feels hopeless like we've already yep. talked about. Yep. If you feel a freedom, which is what in Christ we have, then that's that could be conviction that the Lord's trying to stir you to go, hey, we need to make a change. Yeah, and I think that's where when you start to break both of these down, yes, they can feel very, very similar at the beginning, and they can be repetitive. But I think when I'm looking at my life and there's conviction— there is always an underlying action step. Like mm-hmm. there's an underlying action that I need to, there's something I need to shift or change. Yeah. Whereas guilt feels like a historical definition that I can't. Yeah. You know, and so it just sits on you and weighs on you. And here's what gets really scary on the guilt side of things. Like if you don't address the guilt, like it really can begin to put you in a defensive posture to where you you will be in conversations with people. And I mean, this is like, you know, me, me and my spouse, I know I've done this before. I've been experiencing guilt about something that might not even be related to the conversation we're having, but then I'll project it. Yeah. Right. right. Onto, onto that, onto, onto my spouse. And all of a sudden I'm blowing up about something mm-hmm. that I have guilt about yep. that that's not real. Now let's take it to the conviction side. And this is, this is what's been, been really really eye-opening that, that, that me and me and my wife, Brittany, have had lots of conversations about. What happens when your spouse calls out your conviction? Mm. Right? A lot of times you'll have the same defensive response mm-hmm. because they spoke exactly what you should be doing or shouldn't be doing, yeah. and you already know it. Yeah. And so you can respond in the same ways with both of them, but in either way, shape, or form, the difference is, is one of those is like in the back of your head, and this is kind of how I always identify conviction versus guilt. It's in the back of my head, I know. Yeah. 
right? It's actionable, right? There, there's and and I was just thinking the same thing, Matt. We've been talking about that internally, like ourselves, guilt and conviction. Yep. But a lot of times, there we're we're presented with opportunities where we can call out something, and someone, the Lord, I think, does the convicting. But we can, you know, there's accountability, and we can call oh, yeah. those things out in other believers and in our in our relationships. But we can also, I'm I've been guilty of this, <laughs> guilty uh, of this. But <laughs> like I, sometimes when you're in a mood, you just want somebody to feel bad. You want somebody to feel guilty, oh, and man. so, you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to make them feel guilty just because I I can be a jerk, and so. In that moment, that 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 making someone feel guilty, there's no action to that. The action was like, I just wanted to, to zing you. You know what I mean? And so, to, to your to your point, we look we can look at guilt and conviction with us, but we also give guilt and conviction. I think. Um, and so, if we want to make, I know we just talked about making people feel guilty, but if I want to make you feel guilty, there's no there's no bettering action. It's just zing, and I walk away, and I'm done. If I'm addressing a conviction in your yeah. life. There's there's an action that that either we need to work on together or hey I see something and we need to address it or you need to address it and so there's a differentiator too between guilt and conviction as we yeah as it's external if that makes sense no that that, that actually like that burdens me because I'm like I am like that's one of the things I struggle with recognizing in myself mm-hmm. and then I recognize it and and like I've described this to Brittany like there's sometimes I feel like I get in a, a negative mood. This is going to be another, another podcast conversation. And I, it takes me time to get out of it. So like, like if, if I'm in an argument and like, like I get heated, it takes me a while to cool down. Mm-hmm. Well, if I get in a mood where I'm like processing negatively my own guilt, I'll do that exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, I'll at some point recognize, Oh, I'm bringing in, I, I'm, I'm bringing negative mood into this room. Yeah. Like I'm wrestling with something and I just brought it in with these three other people yeah. and I can quickly pull them with me. Yeah. And I'm feeling so guilty. You should feel guilty too. Right. Exactly. You know, about something. And so once again, that causes me to be immobile. Mm. And what I'm trying to do is to, to, to make myself feel better. I'm just trying to slow everybody else down to my level of guilt. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to pull them all back with me. Because then, as long as we're miserable together, I don't feel as bad. Mm-hmm. Instead of actually dealing with it. And that's tough. That really is tough. Mm-hmm. And maybe on the conviction side, and this is where I'm, I'm sitting here thinking and I'm wrestling right now with, with this understanding. Because I think we can turn healthy conviction and we can take it and approach it like guilt so that we don't have to act on it. Hmm. Like, I think sometimes when it's a conviction and it's something I know, and here's how I identify something. Like, this is one of my key identifiers when I know the Holy Spirit is leading me in something. Like, number one, obviously, if it's in Scripture, you already know it, that. But there are the times when something won't leave me alone. Yeah. And it's an actionable step outside of, like, my internal self-esteem. It's an It becomes less about what I have or haven't done, and it becomes the end action. Right. Like, it's not that internal, I just feel bad for it. It becomes an unnerving, pressing, it won't leave me alone. And there's a lot of times I will avoid that yeah. by trying to use all the guilt mechanisms. Yeah. So I'll not want to deal with a conviction. I'll try to treat it like guilt. Yeah. And I'll come into a room and like, okay, everybody else needs the guilt with me. Yeah. Well, it's twisted because it's, yeah, it is. hey, I've got this conviction I didn't follow through on this conviction. Now I feel guilty because I didn't do that. Yep. And and we and it's like you just skipped a step. Like yep. it, it was conviction that could have been a healthy mobilizing thing, but because you didn't act in obedience or you didn't address it, now you would just rather sit and feel guilty for something you didn't do when all you have to do is just go back and make the change. Yeah, and that's and that's the beauty of conviction is, 
in order to handle the what feels like a negative weight, which is actually a positive mm-hmm. thing, even though it feels negative, of conviction, you just have to follow, carry it out. Yeah. Like, you just have to carry it out. And you can hold back all the do-da day and keep it in guilt land, right? <laughs> yeah. For years, even. And I think that's one of the things, like, I see that absolutely cause people to come stagnant in their faith. And at times for me has too, is God's given me a conviction that I have not been obedient on. Mm-hmm. Like the Holy Spirit's spoken a conviction to me that I have not addressed. And that's when all of a sudden your prayer life becomes very repetitive. That's when you throw your words up there and the same message keeps coming down. Nope, you need to deal with that. Yeah, And you're not going anywhere until you deal with that. Why? Because that's what God's told you to do. And as long as you stay in the, well, I just, you know, I, I don't want to. You make excuses. You enter guilt land. You don't step forward. You don't grow. And all of a sudden, your relationship with God becomes very stale. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, too, I think one of the things that can help us figure out the difference between guilt and conviction is who's the focus of the mm. guilt and conviction. Because I think in conviction... Um, God is the focus. God is the one who gets the glory. He's growing us uh, in a relationship with him. He's growing us in a situation that's going to continue to point us and others towards him. Guilt is about me, my pride, my selfishness. Uh, I feel bad because I didn't do something um, or I did something, and so I feel bad because of that. So guilt, I'm I'm the focus. I'm the center of that. Uh, conviction, I think God is the center of that. Because yeah. it's, hey, I'm, I've, I've touched your heart. I've I've kind of addressed something within you that I want you to change, but ultimately that's going to bring me God the glory, and it's going to help you be sanctified. Yep. And so we're going to grow spiritually. Guilt, on the other hand, I think it's just me, myself, and I. Like I'm a failure. I did this, yep. but I'm not worth anything. So, yeah. So so who so who's the focus? If it's you, that's pro- that could be guilt. If it's the Lord, it could be conviction, and that's something that we need to take action on and address. So so here's here's. Closing this, I'm, here's here's our litmus test. All right, so one, understand this. As we're talking about this, what is surfing surfacing is that conviction is relational. Mm-hmm. It really is. Guilt becomes an internal negative battle, mm-hmm. but conviction is relational. So I, I, I'm I'm testing this. Maybe this is what we need feedback on. So if you take whatever you're wrestling with, and there's this blurry line between guilt and conviction, you don't know where it's at. Do you ask yourself the question, what do I need to do about it? Mm. And if it's guilt, it always ends up in the same place. It's always, I need to understand that God died on the cross for my sins. I am forgiven. As, as Romans 1, excuse me, Romans 8, 1 said, says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm. Right? So, so we know that Jesus has dealt with any of our wrongdoings, anything like That's that, right. if we trust him. So if it's a what do I need to do about it and it's a guilt, what ends up happening is I need to realize and I need to fully grasp that God has already dealt with it. You need it. to find that freedom. Find that freedom. Mm-hmm. Like that's when it becomes a guilt thing. If it's a conviction, I think you're going to have an action step. Mm-hmm. Like what do I need to do about it? I need to start doing this. I need to stop doing this. I need to go talk to this person. I need to pick up my body. Like, like I need to spend time with God. Like I think when it comes to conviction – that action steps becomes very, very somewhat outwardly mm-hmm. a shift. Mm-hmm. It's a life shift. Mm-hmm. Whereas the guilt aspect really becomes a understanding and a confidence. That's right. That all goes back to the, well, I feel bad about this. And sometimes I think that guilt, what it can do is it can surface a lie. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the, there's this outcome. And I like, like, let's talk about this on the parental level. Right? 
So, you know, and, I, and, and I've seen this play out multiple times. I've seen it in small ways and big ways, but your child behaves in this way and you never thought your child would behave in that way. Mm. Kid, grown adult, whatever. They deal with something. Well, then you as a parent, you start to feel what? Guilty. Guilty, right? Yep. But a lot of times what we wrestle with on the parental side of that is the understanding that we might have made mistakes along the way. We're forgiven for that. Mm -hmm. Our child has their own relationship with God that they've got to work out. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be perfect. We're not going to carry the guilt or the shame. Mm -hmm. We're going to continue to pray and press on and pray that God acts, right? Right. And that's one of the things that we do is we get beat down. And then, then what, here's what happens parentally. It affects my relationship with my child. Mm. Because all of a sudden, my guilt of, well, I'm not a good parent, starts right. to lash out right. and burn that bridge of that relationship. Right. It's a spiral. It is. <laughs> it is. Well, that got, that, 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 that got, in a good way, heavier than we expected. But it is a heavy topic. Yeah. Like, it really is. And so we just want to encourage you, and we just want to remind you, kind of as we close this down, we might dive into this for the next couple of weeks because there's a lot here. There really is a lot here. And I think everybody struggles with guilt and understanding conviction. So we might dive into those individually here the next couple of weeks. But we just want to remind you, guilt is a negative thing that paralyzes you and keeps you from growing, whereas conviction is something that mobilizes you and pushes you forward to know God deeper and to be more obedient to Him. We hope this was helpful for you. We hope it inspires you uh, to grow closer in your relationship with God. Spend time with Him today. If you have any questions, you have any comments, you have any ideas, you can email us, matt at richfork.com or justin at richfork.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.